Welcome back to the White Noise Podcast. I'm Ethan, joined by Giggles. What's up? <laughs> and as always, Jacob behind the glass. Fucking it's Giggles. <laughs> giggles. Look at you giggling over there. That giggles. was a stupid <laughs> name. I hate you. <laughs> Sound like a Care Bear. <laughs> Fucking cares. Or a dwarf from Snow White. <laughs> yep. Giggle. A dwarf? <laughs> Look at you! You're giggling over it. What's the What's the Toy Story three clown? Is it Was it Giggles or is Chuckles? Chuckles. <laughs> he's like just fucking <laughs> ra- like just grainy clouds. Yeah, he just looks all depressed. Sad. Chuckles. You named Giggles the most vulgar person on the cast. Chuckles is cousin with a bigger chest. That's you. Giggles. <laughs> I c- I'll take that. You'll take it. I'll take it. Even though your chest has gotten smaller. Shut up. Why does the audience need to know that though? <laughs> I'm confused. Well, they do now. Why does everybody need to? know It's that? gotten incredibly bigger. Do you want to lie to the audience? There you go. Well, now they know you're fucking with them. <laughs> um, yeah, how you guys been? All right. I came straight from work here, so. Okay. okay. It's pretty nice. There was no PB fit fries, so you're going to have to probably burn it down later. Oh, wow. In Minecraft. Joke. It was a joke. <laughs> Love um, yeah. I uh, got Ellie sushi today. Sushi again? Yeah. Well, she asked. I was like, what do you want to eat? She's like, sushi. She like had sushi yesterday, too. Oh, really? I didn't know For that. lunch and dinner. There's nothing wrong with having sushi again. <laughs> so then I took her to the store. And then I was jamming out to Elvis in the car, mm. naturally. Nice. Of course. And uh, does. And she says, this is from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> like, how right Burnham. you are. <laughs> it was actually a Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, wow. What oh. episode in Stitch? What? What episode was that in? Do you remember? Episode? Yeah, Lilo and Stitch. Movie. Probably in the first one. I don't remember. I don't remember that specific one in there, but I know she watched it recently. Was the one on the beach, and he's like dressed up as Elvis, and he's might be that doing one. The thing because the song sounds very familiar to me, so I'm sure I recognize it from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So she ate sushi two days in a row. Nice. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> We're on a little adventure. Your mega threes in. I told I told my mom I was like, hey, I'm gonna take Ellie to the store. She's like, okay, is she dressed? I'm like, as dressed as I am. Gray t-shirt and just basketball shorts. Shirt, shorts and Crocs. Nice. <laughs> Grocery store casual. You know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So speaking of that, Jacob, let's uh let's jailhouse rock this. Creamy peanut butter. <laughs> okay, we're back. What? All right. I don't know. Ever since you've been talking about your peanut butter stuff, that's what's been going through my head. Um, really quick, I uh, just want to give an update about this whole spot Spotify thing because if another person asks me where is the episode on Spotify, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. Yeah. Have a psychotic break. Okay. Uh, we are currently changing our podcast host, which is what is used to upload our podcast to all these different platforms. So we're currently changing that. I already got the email confirmation from Spotify that the podcast will be uploaded on there. It just might take a couple days. So we are working on that. If it is not available on Spotify, then listen to it on YouTube. I suffer. <laughs> listen to it on YouTube until Spotify kinks get all uh, ironed out. Develop. Develop. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's the Spotify update. And, uh, yeah, we bear with us some technical difficulties. I'm not tech-savvy like Gavin. Just kidding. Gavin's not tech-savvy either. Say, Gavin sucks. Tech-savvy at all. Um, and then uh, our new podcast, the Old Fashioned Podcast, Woo-hoo! is coming out here in a few weeks. And uh, we've already recorded our first episode, so that's in post-production. And this one will be on video. Can't stress that Woo! enough. So, wow. Uh, be sure to go follow the Old Fashioned Pod on Instagram to get any updates for that, as well as our other Instagrams, OEF Studios and OEF White Noise. So it's been great. Speak- speaking stuff. of OEF, Fitz got a haircut. Whoa. And he looks great as ever. No more ra- no more raggy dog. Yeah. No more, no more shaggy. Me giving him haircuts and him looking like he just got in a fight. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to look up Fitz, go to OEF Studios and. Look at him. Look at that. You should just do a whole like <laughs> bomb of just Fitz pictures. A whole bomb of Fitz pictures. And then at the end, show the picture with his eye hanging His down. The Instagram I had for Fitz is still up. People can still find it. <laughs> so um, that's where all the old Fitz pictures are. Let's do so. Fitz versus Kylo. Round three. Round three. Whoa. That's two out of three. That's two out of three. They both yeah. have one round one. Exactly. So it's like 
Uh, Kyla has more rounds one. Does she? Yeah. Like my screaming in the middle of the night. Remember that story? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. that was another dub for Kylo. His nose was cut open, and every time he breathed, it would, like, spray blood. Ugh. Uh, Poor guy. They're all homies now. They're all good. (laughs) They're homies now. (laughs) It happens. They just have their own space in the house Every now and then, you just got to beat the shit out of your friend, almost to the point where you killed them. But sometimes it happens. (laughs) Every now and then. Every now and then. I can see that. It happens all the time. I agree with that. Just a few times, you just (laughs) got to, you know, beat the fuck out of them. All right. Naturally. Naturally. (laughs) Am I sensing tension here, Gavin? Nope. All right. Well, uh, so I think at the time that this comes out, Thor, Love, and Thunder will be in theaters. Let's go. Um, So currently right now, it is sitting at a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes of 70%. Making it it one of the lowest MCU movies on Rotten Tomatoes based off critic scores. Lower than Dark World? One of the lowest, not the lowest. Okay. So I will read the lowest one is 47% Eternals. Damn, really? Yeah. Oh my Which God. I didn't think it was that I was bad. Saying, I, didn't think it was that, I didn't like it at all, but I didn't think it was the worst. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. <laughs> well, I mean, I liked it better than Dark World. Okay. So. Dark World's at 66%. Holy shit. Which is too high. Way that is better. Way, it too is high. way too high. Um, Good gap. Hulk is 67%. Understandable. That movie sucks. Or the Incredible Hulk. Iron Man 2 is 72 Criminal. So that means... Criminal. <laughs> that means Criminal. that Thor, Love and Thunder would be right between Iron Man 2 and the Incredible Hulk. They didn't like Mickey Rourke or what? <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Man sequels aren't They're good. They're not as good they're as the first one. They're not as good, one. but they're good. Um, I'd rather watch Iron Man 2 than any of the Captain Americas. Any of the Thor... Well, I like Thor. Any of the cap, even Civil War, you watch Iron Man two over Civil War. I probably I like Captain America more than any of the other fucking MCU characters. So and MCU it introduced Spider Man, so absolutely I would. You mean Iron Man? Spider Man? <laughs> you said you what? like Captain America more than any of the other. Oh MCU characters. my bad, <laughs> I totally did not mean that part. I meant to say <laughs> Iron Man. And yes, and he's in that one. Spoiler so. alert: the ending of Captain America pissed me off. Movie fucking sucks. So you'd rather watch Iron Man 2? I'd rather watch Eternals. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck that movie. Which one? What movie are you raging <laughs> He's at? Captain America Civil War. Civil War? Okay. Fuck that movie. Fuck that guy, dude. He hates Captain America. God. Agreed. Agreed? Yeah. Where does Iron Man sit in this list? Let's just go, go, let's just go up from where you were at. From where I was at? Yeah, you were at Iron Man 2, I think. Uh, okay, cool. I will. So after Iron Man 2, it's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So the most recent one at a 74%. Uh, Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron at 76. The first Thor at 77. Captain America, the first Avenger at 79. And Iron Man 3 at 79. So they're Let's tied. Go. Uh, Black Widow at 79. Captain Marvel at 79. Um, Pause. Hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, I definitely don't think Black Widow and Captain Marvel were anywhere on fucking... The first Captain America or Iron Man 3. Uh-huh. Those movies should have been down there with, like, well, I'll give Black Widow, like, a 70. But I feel like Captain Marvel should have been, like, maybe a little bit above Hulk. Okay. Maybe like, right before Doctor Strange. So, this list is Biased. unreliable. It is extremely so unreliable. This, the fact that Thor, Love, and Thunder is at 70%. The fact that the top three aren't Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. That's, <laughs> that's so the problem. Annoying. This list is biased. It should be like this, this, this. <laughs> But keep going. <laughs> but keep going. Uh, Ant-Man sits at 83%. That was a fun movie. That that seems fair. That was a good movie. Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2 is at 85. I didn't like that one. Here's the thing with Gardens of the Galaxy 2 is I felt like Gardens of the Galaxy 1 did such a great job like with the well-balanced comedy and it was great. And then on Gardens of the Galaxy 2, I felt like they tried too hard to recreate that energy from the first one. True. I did like But Baby I Groot, enjoyed though. it. Like, I, it's not like I hated the movie. Baby Groot was funny. Also sad. Um, Avengers Infinity War, which I think this is kind of low. 85% for Infinity War. I think it's one of the best MCU movies. Infinity War. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. The best one. <laughs> I'll say it's, I'd say it's the best Avengers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. that, that's at an 85. Ant-Man and the Wasp is at 87. Nope. Ant-Man and the Wasp is above Infinity War. That's how you know this list. And the watch. It's above a lot. the one with, with, with the ghost. The girl who's like tripping out of reality or something. Yeah, yeah the, okay. the one with the villain in it for like 10 minutes and then never in any other movie. 
ever again. Doctor Strange is at 89%. I don't really remember that one. <laughs> I like Doctor Strange. I feel like it's a little high, but it's it's fair. It's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. Captain America and the Winter Soldier is at 90%. Cringe. I, that's, I feel like that's deserved. Cringe. One of the better ones, too. Uh, Captain America Civil War is also at 90%. Cringe. Spider-Man Far From Home is at 90%. That should be Wait, lower. I was going to say, we haven't gotten to any of the Spider-Mans. Where <laughs> Spider-Man the Far From Home should be much lower. Oh, God. Far From Home Far is from 90? Home is at 90%. That's like a perfect fucking film. That's right up there with Last Jedi. Shit. Oh, my God. Oscar-worthy. Uh, Shang-Chi is at 91%, which I enjoyed Shang-Chi. I like that one. It was very refreshing and different from anything else in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I, I still think it might be a little too high, but... I'd give, it, I'd give Shang-Chi like an 85 yeah, so just a little high. The first Avengers movie is 91%. I think that's pretty fair, too. Iconic. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is at 92. Spider-Man Homecoming is at 92. Way too high. Way too high. <laughs> way too high. Spider-Man No Way Home is at 93, which is also way, way too, too high. high. Man. The fact that all three Spider-Men... The fact that... What? I love Spider-Man. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and I still think these are way too high. Boo. Boo. <laughs> are these critic scores? These are critic scores. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, I think the fan score for No Way Home is going to be ridiculous high, too. I can go check it. From for uh, No Way Home? For No Way Home. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is also at 93. That was a good one. Eh. Iron Man's at 94. Good one. And there's two more above the first Iron Man You're movie. fucking high. You're telling me Black Panther was better than Iron Man 1? Black Panther is the highest scored critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Out of here. 96%. No. Endgame is number two at 94%. Black Panther was a fine movie. I'd put it above most of the other MCU movies. Endgame had a great, like, last 30 minutes, but in my opinion, everything else sucked. Maybe sucked is a harsh term. I'd say it was I think unfavorable. Infinity, I think Infinity War is should be at the top. Infinity War was good all the way through. But like I said, Endgame was like, eh, until the final, like, 45 minutes. And it was like, okay, oh, my God, this is awesome. Eh. But Critic then scores. they also did ruin, they killed off, like, one of the best characters ever. So um, Thanos? Yeah. That's <laughs> what I meant. Um... I don't know. Oh Black my god! I liked Black Panther, but I don't think it was a top. I don't think it was a top three Marvel no, movies not at for all. me. No. Fringe top ten. Yeah, maybe. it was monumental. And Chadwick Boseman. It was also awesome. it's also new too. Like it was refreshing to the MCU. Um, like I, I said, I'm not a stickler for CGI, but the CGI in that was very bad. Very bad. I didn't hate like the with effects. the final fight. It looked like famously bad. There, there's a scene where they're fighting as they're falling, mm-hmm. and it, it the CGI is identical to. Like Spider-Man 3, a movie in 2007 when they're falling and fighting. Or even Spider-Man 2 when they're falling and fighting. Well, it's like, I like the actors and the actresses. I love their performances. Like, I I forget her name every time, but it's the... Michonne. Michonne. Oh, God, I'm in love with her. But... (laughs) You forget um, her name every time. I forget her name every time. It's just, you know, you love someone so much that you just get blinded. So love is blinded. So love love is blinded. blinded (laughs) Wait, I'm not ready. Okay, Um. (laughs) so then I'll keep going. Um, (laughs) I just didn't like, uh, I just didn't like the villain. The villain was... He was cool at first, but he just got a little too preachy. At Who end. are these? Andy Serkis? I'm not Andy Serkis. Oh. <laughs> Talking about Killmonger. Oh, my gosh. Okay, here are the audience scores. Oh, God. For the, all the MCU movies. Okay. Want to know what number one is? I'm going to say Captain Marvel. Really? I think so. I think no, that movie I got a lot co- of... I think it's collectively It is. Too. Guardians of the Galaxy. It is No Way Home at 98%. Fuck. Whoa. Wow. And that one's even... I would prefer Black Panther over No Way Home, in my opinion. I didn't like No Way Home, mainly it's because I probably missed the one scene where everybody was hyped the most. It's just nostalgia goggles for Spider-Man. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi is also at 98, so they're tied, I guess. Far From Home is 95. Far From Home is 95? Yeah. Gardens of the Galaxy is 92. Which one's Far From Home? Where's Black Panther? One with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. (laughs) They they sound the same. I I don't remember which one's which. They all have home in it. Where is Iron Man? Iron Man is number six at 91. You know what's above it, Gavin? What? Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Where's Black Panther, dude? Uh, Black Panther is at I'd put number it at 20 oh, at shit. 79%. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'd say Black Panther's like a top five. I'd say a it's top a top three. 10, like fringe top 10, like Jacob said. Like if you put it at 11, 12, I'd be like, okay, cool. Okay, so this makes me like <laughs> for the next episode or we, we do, I do want to do like- Look at the audience scores of Thor Ragnarok? Well, or, let's not do that, but it's like- Love and Thunder? If you had to create your top 10- 
MCU movies, what would they be? I have an old list, but I don't agree with it. So that means my so that's what I'm saying. Like, change. like we did a Star Wars tier list, and we did like yeah. what if we did a tier list? All for 28 M- MCU movies. Jeez. Or, yeah. I haven't seen two of them. When you could, like, maybe for brevity's sake, combine the franchises, hmm? like the Captain America movies, Avenger movies. I mean, I guess either that or you could just give a list of your top ten or top five. Yeah, top ten. Top ten or five. Ten. Top five. Yeah, that'll we'll do that for next week. Five. Top five. Um. Yeah, Infinity War is at nine at ninety one percent. Wow. Black Widow got a ninety one percent. What? Infinity War and Black Widow were on the same same level. I guess so. I liked Black Widow, but not as much as yeah, I liked Infinity. I War. probably agree more with the critic score than this. Yes. One, the critics list. The most the. Which Captain Marvel's at a forty five at d- dead last. Which you can't say that you really you can't say you do that more often. Can't say you agree no. with the critics more than you do with the audience. But conclusion: fans are dumb. Fans are dumb. Well, Spider-Man being in Spider-Man, the, the three Spider-Man movies hold like what are in like the top five. Where, uh, where's a uh, homecoming? <laughs> like, huh? Homecoming got an eighty-seven, so it's number fourteen. Okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah, that's fair then. Um, which I funny enough, I liked Homecoming better than any of the fans others. are dumb because Last Jedi got a forty-two and critics got a ninety-one. Just the critics are just so much smarter than all of us. <laughs> the critics could also be pretty stupid too. So they were to look past. Yeah, um, honestly, it depends on whether or not I like the movie. If I like it and the critics liked it, then the critics are cool. But if I hate it and the critics liked it, then that means they're wrong. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. That's a fair assessment. Uh, I but concur. But yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder sits at a seventy percent as of right now. <laughs> Jesus. And Love and Thunder has Natalie Portman in it. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> Last I checked. And speaking of Natalie Portman, <laughs> um, how do you pronounce his name again? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi uh, asked <laughs> Natalie Portman to be in his new Star Wars movie, forgetting that she was, you know, a prominent role <laughs> in the Star Wars prequels. I uh, guess it happens. Thought that was funny. I guess it could happen. It's like, man. But I'm glad that he's not doing like a Skywalker saga. And she's just such a great actress. She just disappears into the role. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you look a lot like Padme. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> oh, so I, I thought that I thought that was Kira Knightley that played Padme. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like this kind of can go back to. You have people that are working on Star Wars films that don't know Star Wars. Yep. So kind of going back to how you said Kenobi writers didn't know what the pre- yeah. didn't watch the prequels. That's it's like the fact that you forget that scares me alone. Like I said I earlier, mean, it's, like it's I not going to be um, it's going to be a standalone thing. It's not going to be connected to the Skywalker saga or anything. Well, but I, I get what you're coming from. It's like I love Taika Waititi. It's I do. Most of the movies I've seen him do, they're really good. But I think he's really good with comedy. So him doing a Star Wars film, especially one. Doesn't and him really forgetting that Natalie Portman was in it tells me he doesn't really uh, pay attention <laughs> too much. Red flag. Yeah, a little and bit. And the fact that he only really does comedies, it's just like, I don't know. It makes me feel like we're going to get another, like, Force Awakens where it might look cool. And then the first, like, two lines of dialogue between the main character and the main villain jokes. are going to just be yeah. stupid. Probably. And it's oh going to be like, God. oh, I forgot. This is a kid's, this is a kid's franchise. Yeah. I have to be reminded of that because... Well, I watched, uh, I don't know why, like a behind the scenes of like the Clone Wars, like TV show. They were like the voice actors recording and everything. And they did it all like together. I don't know what you call that. What do you call that? Mm. You record lines in the same room together and you go Mm. off of each other. Like an ensemble. I don't know. Yeah, Like a live recording. I don't know. Whatever. They were all together. And like Dave Filoni, the director of Clone Wars, um, he was saying like, you know, how important it is to, to do that and to get these characters like or to get the actors like in the frame of mind of the characters and they bounce off of each other. Mm-hmm. And how you're talking about like people who love Star Wars need to be making Star Wars. Like he, that's what he said. He was like, you know, these people who are playing these characters, they, they love the characters. They you can tell like the emotion that they show. Yeah. And it just. And, oh, go ahead. No. no so I was just I, I thought back to like the Kenobi stuff and all the writers and. I watched that literally today, so I was just like... See, for me, it's just... Down bad. So, for me, it just it makes no sense to me, because it's like, okay, at the big at the end of the day, you have to realize that the film industry and stuff, it's a business. Right. You want to make money, that's the main reason that corporate wants to do this stuff. Yes. So, would you would it not be the smartest decision to make it that people... these pe- Okay, it's so like Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau. Yes. When it comes to them touching Star Wars, most people genuinely like the stuff they make. 
Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would you not put them at the helm of like everything that you're going to do for Star Wars? If you know that most of the fans are going to enjoy what they like or what they're doing and are going to keep going back. Because they can still make money and push things that they want to push. Like it just, it, to me, it doesn't <laughs> make sense. Because well, here's, here's how they think. They have this diehard fan base that will watch whatever they want to watch. So or let's like they'll make watch something. Let's else make something. Yeah, that'll pull in more people too. Like a commercial. Like let's look. Like the diehard fans are going to watch it no matter what. Let's try to get um, just the generic commercial audience to watch it as well. Well, I, I feel like that could work against stuff that most people don't know. But it's this is Star Wars. Exactly. It's like there's no no. So you understand the frustration of Star Wars. Fans. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like it just. The, I feel the like you diehard, the diehard Star Wars fans that that know like the behind the scenes stuff, the the names of John Favreau and Dave Filoni, they they also know that Kathleen Kennedy, they don't like her and she's Cringe. the at the, at the helm. It sucks because if you go like if you look at her history of films, her older stuff was good. I forgot some of the films that I watched that she did direct and she was like producing and stuff. But I mean now it's just Star Wars. I don't. Mm, which I remember there was a huge push like a year ago. Where it was like there was talks that she was going to be removed from yeah. Star Wars, mm-hmm. like it was the Disney CEO was going to appoint somebody new, and everyone was like Filoni or Favreau, one of those two, and then he was like, "Nope, we're going to reaffirm Kathleen Kennedy." And I was like, "Why? Like, what is Literally, the reasoning behind that?" Just made three of the worst Star Wars movies. Like, like you just made the three worst. <laughs> and I don't think I've heard a single Star Wars fan that says, "Man, Kathleen Kennedy, she's doing a great job right yeah. now. She, I'm just loving the direction she's taking it in." Like, yeah, she's a producer in, on Jurassic Park. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like some of her older stuff. She's really good. I just don't, I don't get it. And I think her and John Favreau go back way back too. When you start to make a movie, for anything other than to make a good movie, you sacrifice a lot. Which it's like again, yeah. you want to make money. That's all they. That's all. Clearly, the people at higher ups at Disney. That's all they care about. They don't give a fuck if it's exactly. good or not. But at the same time, the better the movie, the more people are gonna go watch it. The more money it's gonna make. The more people are gonna want more of it. Right. Why the fuck would you not put your best people? on the team to do this because they're dumb like it for <laughs> me it, it is it it means it because Filoni and Favreau cost more you know this makes oh, sense is it, is it because they're not available like that I'm trying to wrap my head around it is I all wish I knew it makes sense Kathleen Kennedy produced two Indiana Jones movies and they were the worst ones Crystal Skull and the Temple of Doom correct <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like Temple of Doom it's critically acclaimed as the the wor- one of the worst ones what the worst of the trilogy at least is it top one or two is you're telling me Raiders of the Lost Ark or La- The Last Crusade is worse than Temple of Doom? I prefer Temple of Doom over La- or Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is my opinion. I I way prefer Well, <laughs> you know how we feel about that. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark was an okay movie for me, but I loved Temple of Doom. Last Crusade, I, d- I don't even fucking remember anything about it. That was the one with the Knights, right? Trail. It's one of yes. the best ones. It's the best one. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember. With Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Which one was the one with Shia LaBeouf? That the, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. skull. <laughs> the worst one. <laughs> um, They're making a fifth one. Let's go. Let's go. Han Solo's <laughs> like, our Han Solo. Um, Harrison Ford's like ancient. So let's see how he does. I know. It's they had to, his daughter. They had, to, they had to postpone it so many times because he would get injured on set. Is it going to be taking place of like Indy's daughter? Which is weird because wasn't Shia LaBeouf Indy's son? It's, well, Shia LaBeouf's not acting anymore. No. He wasn't, right? He was his son. He was? Yeah. I thought it was just... So if it's his daughter, what his mom was the girl from Raiders. Yeah, for sure, right? But well, it's all, I thought it was I also. I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a long time. time. <laughs> yeah, because she came back. <laughs> yeah, and she was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They did a whole like Top Gun thing. I will say and though, they got married. I will say though, Raiders had a much better love interest than Temple. The love interest for Temple of Doom was fucking obnoxious well, to me. Yeah, because they, you know, that they wanted to make like a a bond. They yeah. wanted to make an American bond, so a new movie with a new like Bond girl every time. That's why. Temple of Doom just completely d- disregarded the first one, and they wanted it its own thing. But American audiences were like, "No, what happened to the first one?" The first chick was cool, but you, so didn't, like sh- you didn't like Short Round. You can't tell me you didn't like. I short love round? Short Round. Oh, <laughs> 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 he was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I, I love, love Short that Round. Kid. Yeah, that's where that's where Star Wars is at right now. It's still <laughs> a steaming pile of stuff. Um, Let's hope, dude. What if it's like a fucking Andor is like amazing. That'd be so great. That'd I, be awesome. I've, I'm looking forward to Andor, and then I saw something that said over six episodes, Andor will go over the course of a year of his life. And I'm like, I don't, that seems like a lot to tell in a small amount of time. And yeah. then it also said season two, they already announced the season two, is going to take place over four years of his life. 
The only like, problem I have with that is that it's like, this dude's six dead. episodes? That's not a show. That's like a mini-series. And this dude's dead. He's dead. I know. So, so it's like, season two, season so two will him? go from wherever season one ends and then four years until up until uh, Rogue One. Wasn't he only like mid-20s in Rogue One? He was like mid-30s in Rogue One. Was he? I don't know. I want a movie about Chewbacca. That'd be cool. <laughs> at least he's still fucking alive, so he's prevalent. <laughs> he's sick. And you can do him in much earlier times, too. Plus, I heard there was a... Wasn't there a Wookiee that was a Force user? I mean, a couple, yeah. Was there a couple? I, I, nev- I, never, see, I never saw anything like that in Clone Wars or any of the movies, so... There was, a, cool. there was a youngling Wookiee that had a lightsaber. What about, what about the Mandalorian? It was... Wasn't he the first one to have the darksaber? Wasn't he Force-sensitive? Huh? Who? The Mandalorian that was Force-sensitive? There was, like, only the one. Oh, Tar- Yeah. No. What about him? Yeah. I want a movie about that guy. That's sick. <laughs> he was the first one to use the dark saber. I want a movie about he that guy. It. Yeah, he made the dark saber. Yep. I want that guy. I want that. Why wouldn't we make a movie about that one? I want to show about that guy. All right. So yeah. Kathleen Kennedy. Fuck. Just add it to the list, pal. <laughs> <laughs> right after we get our R two D two series, we'll do it right under Darth Revan. <laughs> our R two D two series. Yep. And then that one's going to be coming right after we get the Rancor Pit movie. <laughs> we talk about the whole life of the Rancor that was in the fucking what Revenge I of the or Return, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Or 30 seconds, 40 seconds? I mean, seconds? I would guess all of those before Cassian and or <laughs> the show. Like, <laughs> True. We'll see. Uh, you'd think you'd get a show about Jin first. Yeah. Well, you already know yes. Jin's story. Well, I mean, I mean you, you skip from when she was like little to like, boom. Well, she, was just like, she was just like, I mean, she was the Han main. soloing it up. Yeah. We still got a Han Solo movie. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know, man. Um, Woody Harrelson <laughs> tried to carry that movie. Tried. Didn't work. All right. Well, speaking of movies, <laughs> look at that. Let's get into the movie. Let's get into, the movie, like. re- let's get into the movie review. <laughs> so last week's movie was Beverly Hills Cop with uh, the famous Eddie Murphy, and uh, I've always heard about it. Always knew what it was, knew who was in it, but I've never seen it until we watched it. Naturally. True. And uh, I actually really liked it. It's a fun popcorn movie, like you said earlier, Gav. Um, his character, it was like uh, Axel Foley walked so that James Carter can run. That's James Carter is uh, Chris Tucker's character in Rush Hour. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but that I got a lot. I saw a lot of similarities between the two, and just their smart mouth demeanor and kind of just energetic, t- fast talking. Mm-hmm. Um, Pulling stuff out of their butt to get oh what yeah. they want, and really I good just, liars. I, I thought that was funny. So I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the cast, the characters, his relationship with the detectives. Overall, thought it was really good. I would have to say the same thing, pretty much for the most part. Um, I think the jokes he made, like when he's going to see the, what was the guy's the main villain's name? Uh, Victor Mayfield. Victor Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, when he's going to see him, he pretends to be homosexual. Like oh I got I got herpes so yeah. make sure oh, you yeah. tell at the like, maybe club. you should tell him like that part that scene was hilarious yeah. to me. It, it was really quick thinking on his feet. Yeah. Like oh I need to go talk to Victor Mayfield. It's like oh only guest members are allowed here. And like, oh well you can tell him. It's like okay I'll tell him. It's like all right so I have I, I went to the doctor and I have herpes so I think you need to go tell him that he might need to get checked before he does anything. He's like oh you should go tell him. It's like okay. <laughs> uh, um that and then. I think funny enough how I was how much I hate how I criticize Marvel movies for being too quippy. Mm-hmm. Well, this I didn't mind his quippiness well, here because it it was welcomed here. Yeah, you know, it's, an, it's a comedy. You have a good day. He's like, I'll try. As he's getting his <laughs> ass beat. <laughs> or, or I love when he kept talking about like they, they just threw me through a window. It's yeah, like, the part like where he gets I arrested. Can, was I can describe all six of them and it's like, wait, what the heck? What uh, the hell? Like I don't know. Just Eddie Murphy's performance is great as always. Um, I love makes, me, makes me want to watch Haunted Mansion again. Oh yeah, I love Rosewood. Was <laughs> kept trying to fucking throw up his badge and go, "Police, you're under <laughs> Please arrest!" Please, <laughs> get shot at. It's like if you do that again, I'll shoot you myself. <laughs> In the middle of a gunfight, he just stands up. Police, <laughs> you're under arrest. <laughs> and then it works that final time. Oh, that was funny. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was really fun. I was entertained the entire time. Oh yeah, and I don't know if I mentioned this last week for Spiderhead, but the soundtrack, amazing. And I think if you already have a good movie and you have an even awesome soundtrack to match that, makes yeah, it, it was even better. It was oh great. It was, your, it was, uh... I found myself shazamming, like, your, most of the songs. Your typical... 
80s action comedy. It was mm-hmm. great. And a trope I will never get sick of is the rowdy young police detective and the <laughs> angry police chief. <laughs> I will never get sick of that trope. It just, it always does it for me. It works. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it overall. And uh, what would you give it as a rating, Gav? I'm probably going to give this movie like an 82. 82% for me. 82? I'd give it an 85. Um, really enjoyed it. Eddie Murphy's great. I want to watch more old Eddie Murphy movies. So I looked it up, and you know how you were saying, you know, he's quick thinking? Yeah. Well, it turns out most of the comic lines that he says was yeah. strip improvised on the spot. I, I 100% <laughs> believe it. I mean, and and John a lot of those movies work like because of that. John Landis called the script for Beverly Hills Cop one of the worst they had ever seen, but Eddie Murphy managed to make it funny. <laughs> wow. That is hilarious. Because well, he's just this fast. He just never stopped talking, which I thought was hilarious. said literally hundreds of takes were ruined by cast members or actors or the director himself who were unable to stop laughing during the shooting because of this. <laughs> during the super cops monologue, Ashton is pinching his face hard and looking down in apparent frustration, where if you look closely, you can see that he's actually laughing. <laughs> so I guess, like, and that happened in uh, Revenge of the Sith, where she tells when when she tells Obi Wan that all the younglings are dead, and he covers his mouth. And even McGregor was saying, "Like, oh yeah, that was just me trying not to laugh." I thought that was a joke. I thought that was a meme. Oh, is that I th- real? I thought it was like he was trying to laugh because it was the fucking th- that sentence right there is hilarious. <laughs> like that sentence that Padme says specifically was, it's it's not supposed to be funny, but like think about it, just a normal person hearing that, you know? Yeah, covering his mouth and trying to make <laughs> it like, oh no. But in reality, he's like, I'm trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> well, right here it says, um, Sylvester Stallone was originally intended to be cast as Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop. Thank God he wasn't. Because if they're saying that all those lines by Eddie Murphy were improvised and made up on the spot, and then the script was one of the worst ones they've ever seen, yeah. and Sylvester Stallone, maybe his acting career would have stopped right there. Imagine being told, like, the screenwriter, you write the script, and like, damn, this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. And then it ends up being, like, one of the most notorious, like, one of the best action comedies of that time and even nowadays. Like, yeah. And as iconic as that. Like, imagine that. Like, holy um, shit. And then spawning three more sequels. Before I watched it, I was watching um, The Boys. I was catching up on The Boys. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a line in there where... Um, back in the 80s, apparently Black Noir gets upset with another character because uh, he ruined his shot at being cast for Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'm, I need to watch that movie. So I <laughs> um, thought that was interesting. Just tidbit there. Okay. Uh, and next week, we're going to be watching the movie Good Time with Robert Pattinson, a 2017 film. Good time. Um, So a bank robber stops at nothing to free his brother from prison and launches himself into a whirlwind, night-long odyssey through New York's dark and dangerous criminal underworld. Yeah, so that should be good. It's a crime thriller. You can watch it on Hulu, Amazon Prime, or Showtime. And uh, I'm a fan of Robert Pattinson. True. It's pretty good. I'm excited to watch this. Edward. Edward. And right now it sits at a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? Well, So we'll see if that is worthy. That is justified. Speaking of worthy, Thor, Love, and Thunder. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, cool. Let's uh, go ahead and get into the static. Welcome to the static. Hello. Um, <laughs> All right, Gavin, so uh, over the past month, you have gotten a new position at work. How has that been? Oh, it's been fun. It's been real fun. What was was your old position and what's your new position? I was a busboy, but now I have uh, been promoted to a server. Oh. 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 (laughs) Exquisite. Very. No. Exquisite. (laughs) Big moves. Um, It's been a lot more fun than busing, I'll tell you that right now. I was a little bit afraid because I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to talk to customers, whatever, but it's actually not nearly as bad as I thought. Um, I've been told I look like a lot of different people. Almost every other day I get told I look like somebody, either somebody knows or some famous actor. Yeah. I've been told I look like John Favreau. Are you John Favreau? Maybe. Oh, wow. Because if I was, then I'd be making sure that Star Wars wasn't in in the path that it's in right now. You're going down a path I can't go. But, um, 
<laughs> I've even been told I look like Jake Gyllenhaal. I can see it. I can see it. I can't see that. <laughs> How can you tell me I look like John Favreau then look like fucking Jake Gyllenhaal? Well, like, Jake Gyllenhaal, here, October Sky. Let me see. Take off your shirt. Take off my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> well, like Brokeback Mountain, haven't you? Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. We got to reenact the scene to find out? Well, we don't have Heath Ledger. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, that yeah. doesn't look anything like me. You're like a you're like a Jim Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Jim Gyllenhaal. I don't even know who that is. You're a Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> but I look like that. I'll, they'll be like, hey, do you have a brother named so-and-so? And it's like, no. The fuck? You might. It's like, oh, you look like this. Do you know this person? Oh, I'm I always, I always respond with the same thing. Oh, that guy must be pretty handsome. Must be pretty hot then. <laughs> or something so like that. <laughs> Usually makes him laugh. I had one guy that I straight up, I almost started like cracking up because when I said that, the dude looked back at me with like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I just like I was like, wow, <laughs> not even gonna wait for me to leave before fucking making that smile like that, <laughs> and that almost made me laugh because I'm like, damn, never mind, you must be ugly as shit. <laughs> but um, so that was pretty funny. We did compare, so this one's gonna be a little, little non-child friendly. We did com- <laughs> we compared cannolis. To oh certain no. organs, and so oh, they asked. I thought that was a euphemism. So they asked, you know, <laughs> do you guys have the do you guys have the big cannolis or do you guys have like the small ones? And they're like, we have like average sized cannolis, you know, satisfactory. And I'm like, cannolis. you know, they taste the same. They they taste the same. They're just as good as you know the big ones. You don't need <laughs> those ones. And like, oh, do you have the smaller ones? Is that what you're getting at? And I was like, it it does the same thing as the big ones. What's the problem? So I thought that was a little funny. So that to a customer? Yeah. Because oh my my cu- the customer started it, so I was like, I was just playing off of it. Okay. Hey, he tipped me well, and they were dying the whole time when I was saying it. So okay. that wow. was dinner and a show. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I want you to serve me. And then with Elvis coming out, one thing I was <laughs> <laughs> one thing that uh, I was chatting up a ton of customers about was just other musicals. Mm-hmm. So I was talking like Hairspray. Have you guys ever seen Hairspray? Nope. Yep. God, or like Crybaby with nope. fucking. I think Johnny Depp is in that one. Um, and you know, it's usually all the tables for girls. So they go, Oh my God, I love that movie. And I'm just like, ah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> like, let's go. Like, I haven't seen that movie. I don't even know what the fuck uh, happened in it, but I'm going to uh, act like I do. That's why you were at the gym and working out so much. <laughs> Hi <laughs> ladies. Can I get Hi you anything? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. And that, I think that's what pretty much inspired us to go see Elvis like that quickly. Cause it's like, damn, all I'm hearing is Elvis. Well, you do work right next to a movie theater. True. That's true. <laughs> true. <laughs> Speaking of movies, uh, Minions. Oh, my gosh. We could talk about that. Movie theaters around the country are banning uh. guys in suits from what? seeing the Minions movie. Why? <laughs> what if I wear a tuxedo? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the difference, Jacob. You <laughs> should know that. Really? Yeah. Why? What do they because do? Because rowdy groups of young men are coming <laughs> up and making a disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny. And then I saw a post that says, like, these movie studios have no idea how to market to Gen Z anymore. <laughs> like, with the whole Morbius thing, and now this. I'll say, Minions is doing what Morbius wished it could have done. <laughs> exactly. And that is explode at the box office. <laughs> Me and the boys going to see Minions Rise of Gru. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just, that's one of the weirdest. I, I don't understand. It is funny, though, because I did wait on a table where it was just, these were adults. Maybe like our age, but still nonetheless adults. <laughs> they were all dressed up in minion attire. They all had like the goggles and they had the yellow shirts with the overalls. And I'm like, oh, we go see a, we go see the minions movie. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, was it Gucci or what? Like, was it? <laughs> You're and so, so dumb. <laughs> and so then they all just like looked at me with such a dead face and said, oh no, that movie sucks. And I'm like, how the fuck are you gonna dress the part <laughs> and then just say that? Like, you guys clearly aren't that much. Of, you guys aren't that big of fans. You're gonna talk shit about the movie that much. It has a sixty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it wasn't that good. <laughs> well, like, why would you dress up like this? Was like a party of eight people. But it, Google, ninety-four percent of Google users liked the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, look up Morbius. Let's see. Let's look at the Google reviews but of Morbius. No, with Minions, I I remember seeing the first one in theaters, but I, I fell asleep. I think it's Minions that inspired me to get into the film industry. You think so? If it wasn't for Minions, I wouldn't be the person I am today. It was definitely revolutionary for its time. 65% liked the Morbius movie of Google users. 
It has a 16% Rotten Tomatoes. It's it morbid must, not, time, it must not be true morbers. <laughs> but crazy. I did see somebody in suits. They snuck in like hundreds of bananas to the Minions movie. Like they, How do you they, sneak so in So what they bananas? did was they dressed up like construction workers, and they were carrying this giant bin, and they just... You ever seen that experiment where if you walk in with a ladder, the ladder. Yeah. they'll yeah. let you work? It's pretty much yeah. the same thing. And then, or there was another one where it's like the first sight of a minion. Everyone just started going crazy. <laughs> it was like it was like imagine watching Endgame that last scene, but it's like the very beginning of the Minions movie when they show the minion, <laughs> well, like at the opening of like yeah, the, yeah. Like, like, just the illumination. Crazy. That's why people. <laughs> that's why they're banning people in suits. I'll just wear a suit underneath like a jacket or something. <laughs> why, why do you have to wear a suit? <laughs> can't you can't stop me? Can't do that. You can do search summer. me. <laughs> oh my gosh! So. Um, hey, sir, you can't really wear that Mor- trench coat in here. Morbius, it's 105 degrees outside. Morbius made a profit, guys. Did it really? It had a budget of $83 million and it made $163 million at the box office. Well, from what I've heard, a lot of, like, how? that's the budget of the production, but how much did it cost to advertise the movie? That's usually never included in the Google budget. I have no idea. That's true. And didn't it go into box office, like, didn't it go into theaters, like, two times? Yeah. Or is it, like, three times? Two times. Let's get it, let's get it a third time, guys. Let's go for a third. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Third time's the morb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, world yeah, that are we was living in? That's uh, it's been all the news from me so far. Work's been good. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of interesting people I meet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give us some. Huh? The minions group. Well, you already gave us that. The minions brew. Brew. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, okay, now we're moving I'm on. Switching out exquisite <laughs> to Grucci. Grucci. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> No. <laughs> is it Grucci? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, all right. <laughs> well, with that, uh, Gavin versus Wild. Woohoo! So, Gavin, um, you were too afraid to take on a chimpanzee with just a Bowie knife. But you won. Congratulations. Uh, you won 64% to 36%. That is a rather pretty, pretty huge number. Advantage. I'm, at this point, I'm wondering if these people know what a chimp is. Hmm. But then again, they also said I had lost to the hippo. Yeah, I'm still sore about. You want to tell that story? What were the numbers again? Oh yeah, I, I met this. 36. I met this guy that hunts, like, a lot. Like, <laughs> been doing it for way longer than I've probably even been alive for. Hunting illustrious animals, and when I told him that I lost to a hippo with a revol- with a 44 magnum, he was like, "You lost that fight." <laughs> I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, right? That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I had nine shots. He's like, you had nine shots and you still lost? And I'm like, according to the <laughs> audience, I must have fucking missed, like, all of them because I... He's getting mad that you lost, like, you actually fought this thing and yeah. you were just incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, oh, shit. But I you fought a tiger you. with a spear. Did you tell him that? Yeah, he was like... I was like, oh, it's muzzled. And he was like, and you still won? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Exactly. I have a crazy story about how he hunted lions. Okay. Do we have time for that? Or sure. All right, cool. So I'll be I'll be quick. <laughs> so he killed he hunted and killed a full mane lion. And it was pretty cool. You know, he donated all the meat to like the nearby villages and stuff. And he threw the carcass out there to try to lure other lions in. And there was a lioness coming. And so he has a scout and it's facing towards him, but far away. And he goes, Oh, this lioness is coming towards you to your right. But it's actually his left, but he tells him the right. So he's got set up and everything, and he's got his gun, and he has his guide. They're watching. They don't see anything. And then the guide or the scout is going, hey, this lioness is almost on you guys. It's almost, can you guys see it? And they're like, what? We can't see anything. And his, this guy's wife, holding the camera, looks over to her left, and this lioness is full charging. And uh, she goes, cause me, cause me, cause me. And like, she, he like looks, and then the guide looks, and he goes, holy shit, take the shot. He's like, <laughs> take the shot, or I'm going to take the shot. And I want to say the shot was close, like like a forty yard shot, and that was crazy. He said that was the most, that was the closest call he'd ever had because that lioness was like, had seen them and apparently it had been tracking them, and she was full speed towards them. That's so badass, <laughs> that is crazy. Apparently it's on tape because forty the, yards. The huh? wife was recording what happened. Forty yards, huh? I don't know if it was forty yards, but I know it was like. Less yeah. than 100. So next time I give you less than 100 yards Are you going to give me a high-fucking-powered <laughs> rifle, or are no. you going to give me, like, a bow and arrow? I'll give you a crossbow. That's – you give me, like, the hunting rifle that this guy was wearing or this guy was using, then sure. Never again. Well, yeah, it's fine. 
But anyway, that it's had fine. to have been scary. You won. Well, this week, you were taking on a gray wolf. Now, I said a Bowie knife again against a gray wolf, and you're like, that's way too easy. So how do we uh, spice it up here, Jake? Well, Gavin, you Let's said straight up. You can kill the You said the wolf is whoa, easier. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I you said it's easier up. than the chimp. I think it would be easier than the chimp. Okay. So... I mean, knife. when you think about it this way, the chip, <laughs> a screwdriver. I don't have to worry about the wolf like grabbing me. Like he can bite me, but I mean, monkey m- chimp got hands, <laughs> so I think that was a huge advantage for the chimp. Is that does the wolf have large talons? I d- how big are <laughs> claws? Spin the weapon wheel, see what I get. Yeah, I'm down for that. Don't we? Have, do we still have that wheel? Spin I got an it. original Sega Genesis. There you go. <laughs> How much does that weigh? Would that work? An original Sega Genesis. <laughs> I got Superman powers. We win. Let's go. Basically a brick. 100-0. Yeah, but it's like plastic. I feel like it would just shatter and it okay, just Okay, well, you got off. one shot. Better use it. Okay, you shatter it. You pick up the pieces that splinter and use those as knives. Nothing. There I spun the weapon wheel and got nothing. Straight up, you win. So just bare hands. Um, Leonardo like DiCaprio something. did it. Steel foldable chair. I'll take a fucking steel foldable chair. <laughs> fucking WWE the wolf. Give him the chair. <laughs> give him the chair. I'm down for that. Gavin with the steel chair. <laughs> Gray wolves. <laughs> Gray wolves are the largest living wild canine species. Yeah, those things are fucking big. Damn. <laughs> so well, I mean, Gavin, they're, only, they're only like three and a half feet tall. But I mean, they're pretty, pretty heavy. And you're pretty jacked. So you with the chair? With a steel chair too? Like yeah. Fuck. Only if I have, like, the announcer crew behind me, too. Yeah. They got to be, like, going in, crazy. In the ring. Let's you guys do it in, in a WWE, WWE exhibit, like, exhibition match. You want to do that? Yep. I'll be, like, the main <laughs> event of, like, SmackDown. They let in a fucking wolf, and it's just me there. You got the crowd. You what, got the... What's your walkout song? These things are big. Can Paul be an announcer? Sure. Paul will be the ring announcer. Paul's your coach. He's in your corner. You don't even need the chair at that point. I mean, you got Paul. True. <laughs> me and Paul versus the Grey Wolf, tornado tag match. <laughs> just me and him, bare-knuckled versus the Wolf. <laughs> so you you versus the Wolf in a WWE exhibition match. Let's do that, and then it's not just the chair, but I could do, like, a ladder or, like, a kendo stick. <laughs> I have all of the wet WWE arsenal available to me. But the wolf could also use it if it wants. Oh, okay. <laughs> if the wolf can somehow pick up a stick or something, it is allowed to use it. I'm just curious to see what people are going to say. I think this could be <laughs> the funnest match. And what we'll do is I'll just boot up like WWE 2K15, and I'll run the match. We could just play that. Do it. I don't think you could do a you wolf. You could put a wolf in there. <laughs> just do a wolf. I'll just do the custom character one, and I'll just do the best I can to make a wolf. Go make ahead. A furry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I like this one. You know, I kind of have to vote for you. Just this is the first time you're. This is for the not unreasonable with your. <laughs> this with is for your, uh, how much is a, how much does a gray wolf weigh? Uh, the largest on record is 175 pounds. Cool. We're gonna be going for the middleweight championship match. <laughs> okay. Nice. 175 um, pounds is the, is the heaviest. Biggest? Yeah. Damn, I'm I surprised those, by that. I thought actually. those things were heavy. Um. I thought they were huge. They have a nose to tail length between four and a half to six feet. That's pretty big, though. That is and then a big. height, like at the shoulder, so little when they're standing up, uh, 26 to 32 inches, so two and a half feet. Not bad. With a chair or like a kendo stick? I could get a fucking few hits off on a kendo stick. I'll break that kendo stick over that wall. I kind of want to see this, like, actually happen. I do, too. Like, like, fucking fucking have this like this main event of the year, just this random kid from Arizona fighting <laughs> oh, a gray wolf. <laughs> they start the match and you just get mauled in the ring. <laughs> I gotta start the ring. I gotta start the match up with at least one weapon. I either get the kendo stick. You can or get the, the chair. chair. I'll get the chair. <laughs> but if I want, if I knock, I, do I gotta pin the wolf or do I gotta kill it? I feel like you have to kill it. That's the rule of the game. Gavin but it's WWE. Wild. I gotta pin it. Nope, you what have if, to, pin, what you if have pinning to it means it. it just suffers a heart attack and dies? No, you have to kill this thing. I think pinning it would be harder. <laughs> <laughs> Can you knock out a wolf? I'm sure you can knock like, out. Like the way you could knock out a human, like if you hit it hard enough in the head, it just passed out. Like, could you do that? Probably. I don't see why not. So it's like. You have to kill the thing. I don't want to Google that. I feel like I'd get put in a watch list for can that. Can you knock out <laughs> a wolf? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, could you knock? Like, if I punched a wolf hard enough, like, would it 
go lights out or would it just would I be capable of generating that much force to do that? No, I've ne- I've, I have no experience punching These are wolves. questions we need to be answered to right unconsciousness. now. unconsciousness. <laughs> Can you pummel an animal into unconsciousness is my question. I'm sure. Or at least, like, stunned, and then it, like, runs away. I don't know. Yeah, we'll do me versus the Grey Wolf, WWE match, special guest star, Michael Vick. <laughs> Shut you up. Know, I, I bet can't you he, believe you just said that. I bet you he could probably tell me. <laughs> he could probably answer that question. You could have Michael Vick as your coach then. Fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't think he was into that kind of fighting. <laughs> but he has experience. He does have experience. He could tell you. I feel treat you like a dog in the ring. And this is a controversial uh, episode so right. far. Bite, Fuck. bite the jugular. <laughs> Fuck. Oh Damn. Man. You know, Gav, I uh, I have complete faith in you. I Just think you're gonna get mauled, but I'll vote Gavin. <laughs> WW. I get a kendo stick, steel chair, a ladder. Now for the championship match, is it like? The belt's all the way at the top, and we got to put the ladder down and, like, climb up. <laughs> Three rounds. I have no idea how WWE works. Like, you know where they have, like, the belt on top, and you have to grab... Dude, you need to watch... Cage w- match. You need to watch, <laughs> need to watch the old WWEs where they had a fucking... It was, like, Rey Mysterio versus somebody else for the custody of a kid. <laughs> it was the funniest <laughs> shit ever, dude. It was, like, who will get custody of, like, young little Austin? Rey Mysterio or this? Like, tune in Friday night to watch the fucking main event. And it was called a custody match. (laughs) (laughs) Was there a judge? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's going to be a cage match. Uh, You Uh, and Bonesaw McGraw versus this wolf. Dude, me myself could get this wolf (laughs) if I have the the WWE arsenal. Okay, yeah, sure. Then Yeah, I'd say Bonesaw Bonesaw would help, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This this is totally unexpected, Gavin. I thought you were going to ask for a rocket launcher. I do still wonder if the rocket launcher could do damage to a rhino. What do you think? A rocket launcher to a rhino? Like, if you took an RPG yeah, and shot probably. a rhinoceros. <laughs> Those things are big, though. <laughs> You're telling me a 44 Magnum, a hippo? Easy. Yeah, I need one shot. Hippo's not and as big RPG. as a fucking rhino. Let Hi- me... <laughs> Hippo's not as big as a rhino. Guys, though. we have the power of the, we have technology. Jim Carrey was literally inside a rhino. I know how they work. I looked it up, and the only thing it brought up was like Far Cry. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure you would destroy a rhino <laughs> with an RPG. I think so too. What about an elephant? Same thing, probably. What about a whale? It's so concussive. Yeah, but would it kill it? I think so. Like one hit. Probably, I'm sure. Like a direct hit, yeah, maybe. Yeah. If I just boom in the side of the head. Oh, definitely, yeah. A rocket-propelled grenade, yeah, yeah, I think so. Now, what if it was just a normal frag grenade? For the record, I do not condone the injury or whatever to animals. I don't condone violence towards animals. Glad you're finally admitting that after. <laughs> I've, all these always, weeks of I've always, I've always felt this. These are just strict hypothetical <laughs> questions. I do not wish to ever see these results tested, nor do I ever <laughs> condone that. These are strictly hypothe- hypothetical questions. Okay? Just putting that out there. I do not wish to see these questions answered in real life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, th- I just thought I had to put that in there as all. Well. Oh, good. Not that I even had no, to. It's just, you know, glad, yeah. common sense. Yep. Naturally. Okay. I'm team RPG on that one. So why don't you go over your strategy of how you would... Uh, Subdue this wolf in the ring. So am I starting with a steel chair? or the You have the chair at your side. Okay. <clears throat> Ready? Ding, ding. So the wolf is aggravated, right? He's going to charge me? It's trying to kill you. Yeah, okay. So I got to pick up the chair. <laughs> and the best thing I could do is, like, stand my ground, wait for him to get close. Okay. And then just overhead swing as hard as I fucking can under this wolf's back of his head. That's like one shot, then. Huh? That's like one shot. Yeah, either that or it's, like, pick it, like... Hold it like sideways or whatever. So that way the top of the chair, the hardest part, and then do it that way. Hopefully at that point I just break its skull. Cause I mean that would that's steel, you know, like in the ner- in the name steel chair. Yeah. So if yeah. I had to think so, I would say, yeah. I think one or two hits would probably at least daze the wolf. And then at that point it's just cleanup crew. I just grab the kendo stick and I just go to town. You're not gonna use the ropes at all? You're gonna climb on the post. I don't know if I can <laughs> lift that thing. That thing's pretty fucking. Pile heavy. drive it. Vader bomb. <laughs> uh, throw it on the table. <laughs> Dude, can I set up a table? <laughs> Fuck. 
Uh, at that point, that's just mean. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I just give it a quick death. Okay, I don't think you're going to body that wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look up the stats for a wolf. How, how, far, how well does the stat fare against, or wolf fare against me? It's its win-loss record. Yeah. <laughs> what are the chances of me just bodying it by myself versus not even just point? Like, because I could just take a kendo stick and then just, like, break half of it off and make a spear. You could. Which, I mean, Leonidas killed the wolf in 300 that same way. I think yeah. once it comes ding ding, I don't think you have the time to do that. Well, you daze the wolf, and at that point, it's going to be down for a little bit. Take the kendo stick, you know, just break it in half. And just what about a pack stab. of wolves? A pack? That's like, not fair. Do I get a pack of me's? <laughs> a pack of you? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like 3v3, three, three, three of me's versus three wolves? Because I actually would like that match. That would be so funny. Well, if you think you can take the wolf, like you versus one wolf, then it's the same thing of three of you versus three tag wolves. Team, tag team, two Gavins versus two wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Winner by KO. Yeah, Gav, you, you make a good argument. I think if there was two wolves, though, against two Gavin, I think one Gavin would at least die. One would at least succumb to an injury. Sacrifice. One of them would die, and then the other one would be horrifically injured. <laughs> and, by, and by the end of this matchup, I'd say, while I might win... I think I'd be pretty fucked up. That's fair. Okay. Wow. I'm proud of you. This is the most reasonable you've been you. on a Gavin versus Wild. Because I think if I could land a hit on the head, I'd have to just use like a kendo stick or something to prevent the wolf from like locking onto me, like latching onto me. Because if it gets a hold of me, like I'm fucked. Like yeah, at that point there's nothing I could do. My arm's coming off, and I think that might kill me. Even if I do end up killing the wolf, do I have like immediate ringside medical services after I win? Getting your arm bit off? Yeah, like if my arm gets... Because <laughs> if he locks onto my arm, it's, I'm, well, my arm's fucked. It's coming off. They'll probably uh, send you to the hospital in an ambulance. So then medical care would be provided after. Yeah. Oh, okay, so then... Well, for the drama for TV, we'd probably just let you bleed out. Well, then I'd say it's stalemate then. Because... <laughs> <laughs> you just have options for anything, huh? You know, that's what I like. Like, you, you need a scenario. Like, you need every detail in a scenario, but you always have an... Like a, a backup plan for everything. It depends on which weapon I start out with. <laughs> I think my best weapon to start out with would be the chair. If I started with the ladder, I think I'd probably lose. Well, also, with the chair, even if you can't get a clean hit, you can also use it as a shield. Yeah. Initially. And then, you know, just just like with the dog, you hit it on the nose. Just hit it. In the, no. No. And then, you know? legally, the wolf has to stay away. Exactly. Can't touch me anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I think you got it in the bag, to be honest. Like, even if I think the wolf will fight. maul you in the ring, you have compelled me to vote for you. Yes, I agree. Be a good fight. Can't wait to uh, watch it on pay-per-view. <laughs> I would fucking love to do that. <laughs> I do not condone yeah, this. I, I would uh, love to do that. <laughs> I would not love to actually beat an actual animal, though. It'd have to be, like, somebody dressed up. Like <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be, like, a human. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we do this in VR. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, be sure to vote on uh, our Instagram, OEF White Noise, on our story or on the post for Gavin versus Wild. Uh, who you think would win in a WWE exhibition match between Gavin and the WWE like weapon arsenal or an adult male gray wolf? So you're in for a good one. Tune in uh, this Friday <laughs> to see who comes out on top. All right, and uh, Jacob, do you have a Jakey factuality for us? I do indeed. Speaking of Gavin vs. Wild and animals and all that, us as humans, you know, we have a chin, a nice strong mandible to stroke when we think about things. Yeah, naturally. Correct. Uh, can, do you can you guys think of any other animal that has a chin bone, a little protrusion? I like a chimp. Would like to say chimp, no, but they, they don't. don't have one. A gorilla? No, they don't. Is it an ape? I'll save it. There are none, except... Oh. Wait, let me guess. Am I ever going to guess? It's only it? one. There's one it, animal. Is it an ape? Am I ever going to guess? Maybe. We is have it like a dog? 30 minutes. No. Is it no. a mammal? It's a mammal, right? It's a mammal. Hold on. All right. What region of the world yeah, is it Yeah, what region? Africa. Okay. Hippo? Is no. it a meerkat? Africa is in the name. African meerkat. African leopard. No. <laughs> African meerkat. All right, what is it? Elephant. African oh. elephant. Oh. <laughs> You threw us off with African in the name. There's African Asian elephants. There are Asian elephants. They do. They, those do exist. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I wonder what the differences yes, are. They're the, the only animals in the animal kingdom that have a chin. 
Elephants have chins? Yeah. Let me look at this. Yeah, I was say, look this shit up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, that, hmm. Next week, you're going to take on an elephant, Gavin. Fuck, I thought we were going to take on the sloth. This is called the Jakey oh, Factuality, yeah. not I'm lying. It does have a chin. <laughs> the sloth it does have a chin. <laughs> does it really? Let me Gosh, see. Gosh, it looks like it has a huge nose, too. <laughs> but that's just its tusks. Let me see. What? Yeah. It does. Look it up. <laughs> That's crazy. Does it stroke its chin with its nose, you think? With <laughs> Prob- its trunk? Yeah. Oh, probably. Probably. When it's following Bob That Ross looks so tutorials. weird. <laughs> Damn. You wouldn't think. Maybe it's just because you always, and you always like, see hmm. their trunks just yeah. like covering their, their chin, their mouth. So you don't. You wouldn't really think. That's what is wild. the evolutionary purpose of a chin, though? Uh, They're unsure of the effect or why. Is it because of the jaw? But not every other animal that... Every animal has a fucking jaw. It doesn't have a chin. Yeah. What is a chin? It's just a the protrusion on the bone. It's a bone that just protrudes out? It is part of the bone, and that part protrudes On right out. here where it says, why do humans have chins? It's suggested the chin may have evolved to maintain the jaw's resistance to loads as our ancestors' teeth, jaws, and chewing muscles got smaller early on in our species history. What does that mean? Can you say that in English? Our teeth got smaller, so we had to get more strength down here on our okay. chin. <laughs> you know? So the chin, so without a chin, we wouldn't be able to, like, chew as you know, as, as well. strong as we, we do. But I, isn't like my bite into a big old steak? It would be even worse. I don't know, Gavin. I'm not a scientist. You need to get a scientist. It's unsure. I just said that. <laughs> Wait, who's the vet? Arisa? Yeah. Yeah, we need Arisa back on here. To talk about elephant chins and... That human She'd evolutionary be the one of to chins. Know the most. She would know. She would be the one that I would assume to know more, <laughs> since she's the vet. Because she gives dogs shots. Yes. Dogs don't have chins. True. How many how many socks do you think she's pulled from dogs so far since the last episode? Mm, Forty six. I'm gonna say twelve. <laughs> I don't know. A lot she's, of dogs eat socks. She said <laughs> that was a common thing, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. she did. So I'll how ask. Many, how many? Um. Twenty eight. Okay. 62. So be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. It's One Eyed Fits, as well as our Instagram, OEF White Noise. And t- while you're on Instagram, might as well follow our OEF studios and uh, our new show coming out, The Old Fashioned Pod. Um, feel free to leave a comment down below. And if you leave a comment, there's a good chance we will read it. Just like the couple comments we have this week. And who's the lucky winner? Who's the lucky? Uh, hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. <clears throat> you weren't prepared for this? Okay. Well, it, it disappeared. They deleted it as we're doing this. Give me a second. I got to get my story straight. Who sings that? I don't fucking know. It's fun. Band. Okay, who sings it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's just do this. Okay, there we go. Haha. <laughs> cool. All righty. Technical difficulties. Here it is from our good friend, Brett. Ready? Here it is. Ready? You guys ready? Shut up, Brett. Um, I feel like I let Jacob down by liking Obi-Wan Kenobi. I was just waiting for him to say, I wasn't mad, just disappointed. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. I'll do better. <laughs> I feel like I shit on Kenobi. <laughs> it is <laughs> acceptable. And then he said, I'll watch Spiderhead and run it past the Rotten Gems crew. You guys make it sound really good. It really wasn't that bad. Then again, when you look at all the Rotten Gem movies, they're really not that bad. Well, they're ones that you wouldn't. A lot of them are like ones you wouldn't think that are bad. What was the Brandon? What was the Brandon Fraser movie he said? Fuck, because I remember watching it. And I thought it was so hilarious. Journey to the Center. It was one that I hadn't seen. Yeah, so it was the one where he makes like three. He makes wishes with the devil. I don't know, but like Jumanji, that one blows my mind. <laughs> he was in Jumanji. Bedazzled. No. Oh, okay. All the shows. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. There you go. All the movies that they review. Jumanji was on the Rotten Gems? Certified Rotten. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That just baffles my mind. True. Um, <coughs> yeah, feel free to leave a comment, and we will, for a chance to, for it to be read on uh, the next episode. And just want to have a formal apology for our uh, lack of songs of the week. Sometimes we forget about them, and I'm sorry. So this week, we're giving you three songs of the week. Let's go. One from each of us. So, uh, Gavin, what's your song? Mine's going to be Stir It Up by Patti LaBelle. <coughs> Stir It Up by Patti LaBelle. It nice. was in Beverly Hills Cop 
and that is where I heard it from like a few months ago. And since I think it is my most listened to song, (laughs) (laughs) I legit played this song on repeat for like weeks. By Patti LaBelle? Yep. All right. And then, Jacob, what is your song of the week? My song is Hollow by LeBrock. Exactly how it sounds. L-E-B-R-O-C-K. Hollow. uh, Is that H-O-L-L-O-W? Hollow. Yes. (laughs) Okay, just making sure because I'm not seeing it. How do you spell LeBrock? Exactly how it sounds. Okay, there we go. Hollow by LeBrock. So LeBrock. Released 2021. Be sure to check that one out. And then my song, since I'm on a, a binge, I guess. Of Elvis. Of Elvis. Um, Burn in Love. Is or actually is going Let's to be Baby Let's Play House. There it is. I knew it. By Called Elvis it. Presley. Woo! Um, I really like that one. Like, I thought I liked Austin Butler's version better, but I, I definitely like Elvis's version better. Um, I think that tends to be the most, you mean the most people. The, yeah. <laughs> So I think most people. Well, it was Elvis. also it was also the the first song that introduced Austin Butler's Elvis in the movie. So, Wee. but I thought he did, I thought they were both great. Um, I just I can't find a good like the audio on Spotify for the movie version is like the movie version, so you hear like the audience audio and stuff instead of like the isolated yeah. just the song. Um, so I didn't like that about it. However, those are the three songs, and if you want to check out all our songs of the week, we actually have a Spotify playlist called White Noise Songs of the Week. Um, <laughs> Creative <so> name. <laughs> so you can go check that out and uh, look at all the songs we've had over the past few months. Um, yeah, White Noise Songs of the Week. Uh, we appreciate you for listening and tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week to find out who comes out triumphant gavin or the gray wolf make sure to vote on our instagram fridays or saturdays whenever it comes out it's mostly fridays and uh appreciate you and gavin do you have anything to say Uh, he's tired he's a sleepy boy you gotta get my sleep before i fuck up this wolf (laughs) (laughs) so uh gavin and i are not gavin and i jacob and i are gonna go read gavin a bedtime story and tuck him in make sure he has a nice glass of milk check under his bed Say night-night, Gav. Night-night.